These things happen, Captain. These things happen. Morning, David. Morning, Morning David. Captain. Here we go. <laughs> Let's keep the same energy in the air. Uh, for those of you listening uh, on the podcast, uh, we've just recorded a bit, uh, but I forgot to record. No, we didn't. We just, uh, I don't know what we've done. But we didn't We didn't record it, so we're starting again. Morning, David. Morning, sir. Here we go. Take Have two. Have you ever made any friends in a cinema? Uh, have I ever made any friends in a cinema? Yes, I, it's sort of friends, ushers, uh, where I go to, I frequent the uh, similar cinema and similar cinema, cinema, they're all similar. If not, there wouldn't be a screen in front of you. Similar cinnamon cinema. Cinema, c- similar cinnamon cinemas, there you go. Uh, they smell of cinnamon. Um, uh, but uh, basically, I'm always there at the end looking at the credits and uh, just, just um, having a, um, just contemplating what I've just watched. So in the bit that we didn't record, could you just go over again what actually happens when you when you see an usher? Well, How does what does the friendship look like? The friendship looks like because um, I go there frequently. The cinema I go to, full on eye contact and an air of familiarity and a nod of the head and a brief chat about. I, mean, I don't ask them about their their family pets and fat, you know, and, um, and and kids or whatever. It's just about the film and um, oh, have you seen that? That that looks good. That trailer. Do that you looks say interesting. that? Do you say that to an usher? Um, what did you think of the film? Have you seen the film? Things like that. Yes, yeah, yeah. Really? The, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. After a while. It's, Quite a busy. See, to break the ice of an usher, you talk about the numbers in the actual auditorium. Like it was, it was a popular one, wasn't that popular? I mean, a lot of the time they just want to focus on picking up. Are you trying to flirt with them? Um, maybe subconsciously to get a free cinema ticket, to get it, to get myself some free three D glasses because they always that sting a bit, don't they? You've got to spend three quid for your glasses. That was a shock for Avatar Two. How many ushers in a typical cinema? Ushers in a typical, if it's a big multiplex, I've never stood and actually counted, but generally I would say about, there's usually five or six wandering around, hovering the hallways. Like like what? Like ghosts? Absolutely like ghosts in a um, an old decrepit church with lights shining through, but these lights are filled with stories telling us tales. And how how old is a typical usher actually? Is it they, like a teenager or? Well, it used to, in my day they used to be sort of like middle aged men, and it used to be like an actual business, you yeah. know, cinema. These days it's all about just paying a university fee, so they're all teenagers. But you just get one morbid looking pale middle aged man who's in charge mm. of the ship, and he's just surrounded by the press gang, you know, just like teenagers. What's, cha- what's changed? Um. I would say it's like more of a multiplex conveyor belt. I would say it's it's minimum wage, isn't it? It's a large corporation. They're more McDonaldized. They're not these kind of like self-contained um, flea pits. And um, in my day, it wasn't like 10, 12 screens. It was just like one big screen and one really small screen. And... Right. Um, you used to not do a lot when the film was on. I used to just sit and watch the film, um, have eat bits of pick a mix. Um, when um, they sort of allowed me to do that, I wasn't stealing type of thing. But if you went too far, I remember a few times him saying, "I think you've had too much pick a mix now, Dave." Who said that? Uh, the manager. No, they didn't. Oh yeah, because I used the manager told you to stop eating pick a mix. Oh yeah, because I was eating it too much. I mean, you know, you could grab the odd bonbon or things like that. But um, oh, oh, oh. Um, a cinema manager told you to stop eating so much pick and because I was working there. 
Oh, right. Not because I was customer. buying it. No, gosh, no, no, what, no, no. Because you, 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 you were putting your hand in eating oh, you, it. Everyone was doing it. Everyone was doing it. Did you have dirty hands? I've never thought about that, but that's a very good point. I've never considered it until today. But you Did you have dirty hands? Um, knowing me, probably, like a raccoon's hands, or like, you know, <laughs> a womble's hands, or something like that. Do you know what I mean? They probably weren't the most hygienic. But you just pop in and get yourself a, Bra- a chocolate Brazil nut or a bonbon, or something like that. Do you get it out with a spoon? With the no, I just do it with my hand. I've, I realise now you that I've... disgusting little usher. I've probably created my little mini pandemic type of thing with Edward's germs wandering through West Sussex. I didn't even consider it. But after a while, I'd say, I think you've had one too many of those, Dave. How I, many would you have? Um, Honestly, in an evening when you were working. I remember at the end of the shift being full on pick and mix, like I'd had a meal. So quite a bit. And also I used to just scoop in and grab myself some popcorn as well, like a like a, a flesh ladle, like a hand of, like a, you know, I'd go in, grab a, a load of popcorn and just eat that. Which is a bit grim. Looking quite shocked and appalled. I think I'm, I'm revealing too much there. Well, I'm just thinking if I was queuing up. Oh, you I wouldn't my, do it when it's queued up. Family, Dear God, you... I wouldn't do it in front of the public eye. No, no, but knowing that you've done that, we're queuing up to get some and you've been using your flesh ladle. But it wouldn't. They wouldn't know it. It would be what's um, what happens on tour stays on tour type of vibe. Do you know what I mean? It'd be a, yeah. But you know it, and you're looking at me, going, "What can I get you?" You know it. But unfortunately, in my ignorance, I didn't even think about it. I just sort of, um, I don't know. I was like eighteen, nineteen, and I, I wasn't even aware of germs, really. Do you know what I mean? I just had a mother who told me to wash every now and then, and I'd just you know cover myself in water just to please her. And then move off into reality. I didn't even think about that for a second. <clears throat> it was just uh, finding something to sort of occupy myself. I'll put some more sugar in my mouth. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah, I get that. I, I get that. I don't think I'd... Don't get me wrong. If there was a time machine, I'd go back now. Do you know what? No, I'm with you. I worked in a pub and me and my mate worked in the kitchens. But literally me and my friend served food and made the food, made the meals in a pub. I was 20, 19, 20. I can't give a shit about side salads. Did you actually make the meals when you were 19, 20? What sort of meals did you make? I wouldn't be able to make a meal. I just pulled scampi out of the freezer. Oh, right, and stuff like that. God, yeah, I wouldn't be able to do that. The fact that we were in charge, I couldn't give a shit about, like you said. No, you're right, I'm with you. Apologies. No, not at all, not at all. I mean, you know, if I need to be brought aside and have a chat to, do you know no, what I mean? No, 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 I'm with you, I'm with you now. I mean, it's like uh, the Second World War, you know, people were brought, you know, incriminated for stuff they did in the 40s. If you did it, you did it, for crying out yeah. loud. You know, cancel culture's here now. It's like, you might have written something on your Twitter post 10 years ago, but if you if you typed it, you know, if you've done the deed, you've got to do the time. Or is it the crime? <clears throat> One or the other. Have you ever fancied an usher? Yes or no? No. I've never actually, um, there's never been like a a romantic moment, a kind of Harry Met Sally kind of cinematic. Can you imagine there being one? I suppose it could grow. Never say never. Never say never. They've never, they've never really grabbed me. I suppose, it's it's almost like I'm trying to pull back the tears there, isn't it? As though you've hit a core. I suppose also you're in the cathedral of daydreams. You've got, you've got um, an eight foot Julia Roberts hanging over you. So they've got they've they've got to do a lot to beat the kind of cinematic imagery that surrounds you, isn't it? In this palace of dreams, an eight foot 
Oh, right. So you wouldn't take an usher seriously because you've got Julia Roberts. Absolutely. And Meryl Streep giving you a wink on a giant Do you silver like Meryl screen. Streep? Not massively, really. I sort of grabbed that just as a reference point. But um, don't get me wrong. If she sort of waved to me in Tesco's, I'd soon hover over and try and start polite chat. But um, she doesn't How absolutely. Old is she? How old is she? she I, I think she's definitely turned the corner now. I think she's in her late 50s. Meryl Streep? Oh, did I say eighty-five? I, I said Meryl Streep. Yeah, she'd be at eighty-five. Yeah. Yes, she's seventy-three. <clears throat> do you know what? This is. A, <clears throat> this is a, I do apologise. Let's get some Ribena. No, that is not terrible. Not Goodness oh. me, that is terrible. It's like Jabba the Hutt chatting to you there. I apologise. Well, thank you so much, David, for this week's movie chat. Absolutely. The the, um, the throat issue is now gone. That does not make good acoustics, does it, for a, a podcast, having a kind of bulldog man um, dealing with, um, you know, throatal issues. <laughs> Let's get rid of that. Guttural. Um, bulldog man. <laughs> a bulldog oh, catastrophe yeah. taking place. Yeah. Here we go. So, David, have you got any movie news this week? Yes, I certainly have, Captain. Here we go, amigos. Right, so first off, um, interesting stuff. Mor- uh, sorry, David. Morning, everybody. Uh, all the patrons who are watching this live. Morning. Hope you're having a lovely Saturday morning. Indeed. I I, um, I salute you and thank you for coming along. Um, there's some interesting stuff here. I tell you one thing that's really interesting is um, the the if you haven't seen it, it's definitely worth viewing. Um, After Sun, the British film that did really really well, um, and that's um, that about a um, a father and his daughter who go on holiday to Spain. The star of that, Paul Mascal, he's become a massive um, bellend. Uh, well. I think I may, <laughs> I, if I was no, in his position, no, I think I no. would come at Bellend because Why? everyone wants him for the next project. Because of Arthur Yeah, Sun. it's really boosted him up big time. He's going to star in, I mean, he's going to be torpedoed to the big time now. I mean, some of the actual roles are incredible. Is this his first, is like his debut? I think um, he was in Normal People, which was a very popular BBC Three TV series. But um, um, it's Paul Mascow. And um, Normal People was a big, big deal. It did well in America as well. The BBC uh, distributed it over in the States on uh, HBO Max. So he's sort of a recognisable name. After Sun was very much a low-budget indie film, but it did very well in the art houses. Oh, it's done so well. Incredibly so. So well. And now, I mean, you know, obviously, you know, he's really seen as the next big thing in Hollywood. The two projects he's doing next is he's working with Ridley Scott and he's going to star in Gladiator 2. So he's basically taking Russell Crowe's kind of um, position. I mean, Gladiator 2 sounds almost more like a spin-off. It's more about whacking Phoenix's um, uh, son and um, his kind of role as a Caesar. But Paul Mascow, I don't know if he plays another former Gladiator that's uh, dealing with a kind of corrupt dynasty within that Roman setting. But Ridley Scott's directing again. It's been billed as Gladiator tool to Paul Mascow is starring in it. And also he's, and this happened in one week, this week, 
He's got the starring role in Gladiator 2, and also Richard Linklater, the um, well-known director, for instance, he did Boyhood, um, Dazed and Confused. He's doing a massive musical that's a big-budget musical, and Paul Mascow's starring in that. So, um, you know, within one week, he's got these two big roles. I wanted to be in Joker too, David. Who knows? They're still filming it. There could still be a potential... You know who's in it, don't you? No, who? Wow! I did not know. That is news to me, amigo. That's big, big news. Who is he playing in it? I don't know. Um, maybe I shouldn't have said that. That is big news. Apparently it's going to be, it's going to be a musical. I did not know that at all. That's very interesting. Lady Gaga's in it, isn't she? She's playing. Um, oh, it's so annoying how my name, how my brain is. Oh, just... Right, it hasn't come out at all. I shouldn't have said that. Anyone watching, please remain silent. Um, well, let's have a look on International Movie Database. Joker Two. Um, let's have a look. Joker Part Two. Uh, and. Um, All right, God, here we go. Uh, sorry, here we go. Let's have a, a very quick look. On God, my internet's really slow for some reason, but the uh, the zoom's good, which is the main thing. Um, but uh, sorry, it's taking phrases to come up, and I'm slowing things here. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, I was told, and um, um, I thought it'd come out. So uh, God, that's exciting news. You'd be great in that. Absolutely amazing. Me, I would have been. Oh, bl- without a doubt, mate. Without without a doubt. Um, Blending Gle- Gleason's in it as well. Apparently, Blending Gleason's got a big role in it. He's very very big. No, it hasn't been announced. Um, Catherine Keane is in it. Hard. Hardy Quinn is who um, Lady Gaga's Hang playing. On. My son's scared. You're right. This seems like a, a thing at the moment. Huh? What are you celebrating? Oh, celebrating. Huh? Have you watched After Sun? Do you know, it's terrible to say I watched the first half of it and then I had buffering issues. And I haven't, oh, I haven't returned to bottom. it. Absolutely. It started buffering, and I was like, well, you know, I'm going to have to um, hit the eject button here. This ain't working. And it's terrible. Well, your bottom had it. My, my bottom started buffering, and I just could not focus on the narrative or plot. And, <laughs> what uh, happens when your bum starts buffering? It's kind of like... Um, what are their symptoms? Cobobulates. It kind of like, you know, um, there's vibrations there. It's like the, uh, the beginnings of Pompeii. And uh, like the Greeks, or was it the Romans, you've got to rush for your home. You've got to rush for the hills because lava's about to appear type of thing. It's kind of uh, quite intense. Jeff Dale and Patreon, just in the comments, said, Is David calling the Internet Movie Database the International Movie Database? I am, yes. I promoted it. (laughs) Which is part of movie news. I am promoting it indeed. Um, no, I haven't seen After Sun yet. I haven't seen. It's After terrible yet. that I haven't gone back to it. That's the nightmare of video streaming. There is so much to watch, whereby it, it, it's a crime that I've admitted that that I've watched the first half of it and I haven't gone back to it. That's why I think cinema visits are so important because you watch the whole thing. Do you know what I mean? You, you know, it's almost like you're someone in this day and age of short attention spans in this digital culture. It's like I have to actually be locked in a dark room to watch it from beginning to end. 
I th- it's now, like I the- mentioned this on Twitch, David. I don't know if I mentioned it to you, but I was told that Amazon are buying the cinemas because no one's going into them and turning them into esports. Where'd you hear uh, this? Venues. Where'd you hear that? So wow. That's, that's the future in the next. Well, absolutely it is. Amazon are buying cinemas and turning them into esports venues. Wow. Well, that's incredible. What? So you can sit there and watch it as it takes place like an actual kind of arena. So I'll, I'll be playing cricket and you'll go down to Worthing after work. Amazing. <laughs> and, and come in and watch me. Playing an electronic play form Would you of do cricket? that for £15? Why not, for crying out loud? <laughs> I'm always there to support a friend. But it's interesting, isn't it? I mean, you, every time you talk about going on a Friday, you say it's dead. Interestingly, though, it depends on the film. And I won't say it well, now because exactly. it's my recommendation. When it's a, an event yeah, movie. Yeah, a- then, absolutely. Yeah, yeah definitely. So that, I, I think he was kind of saying... But that, a lot of the time it is dead. You're quite, quite right. The majority uh, he of the was time. Sa- he was saying those, those should and will exist. Yes, yes, cinema will change. You'll have like one big cinema... Um, in a, in a la, in a sort of community, so I imagine there'll be like one big cinema in Sussex, type of thing, and that'll be it. It'd be like the theatre. Do you know what I mean? You, you, it's like you go to see some people go to the theatre once or twice a year, whereas for us growing up, you maybe go there once a fortnight, at least once a month, type of thing. I went to a pantomime at Christmas, and the best character was he. He came out and he went, "I say wishy, you say washy, wishy, washy." Wishy. Washy. Soon. People expect too much these days, don't they? I mean, back in the day, that was just enough, wasn't it? Let's try it again. I say wishy. You say washy. 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 Soon. Perfect stuff. What more do you want? You don't even have a tile too, for crying out loud. Oh, God. Uh, Sounds like a fever dream. Thank you so much for this week's movie news, David. Not a problem, Captain. Not a problem at oh, all. Oh, have you got any? You haven't got any more of you. Um, one other thing I'd say is uh, Megalopolis, yeah. the new Francis Ford Coppola film. Yeah, you mentioned that before. Yeah, that he's you? financed himself. That is apparently de- having massive issues. Um, it's going over budget. Uh, there's problems with um, the cast. He's got a big cast: Cillian Murphy, Kate Blanchett's in it. Also, he's put um, he's. It's over a hundred million dollars. It's his own cash, and it's going over budget. And he's using the um, technology they used to film the Mandalorian, the, the Disney TV show, which is the a volume whereby you have this fake projector in the background, um, creating these like realistic, immersive three D background settings. So you can do the whole thing in a studio. You don't have to go on location. But um, that's state-of-the-art technology. The only people who've got that is Disney and Netflix. Netflix use it for their recent drama, 1899. And the only other person who's got it is Francis Ford Coppola. And he's paid for it with his own money. So um, this is like it's his big dream to bring this script to reality. But apparently he's coming across a lot of um, road bumps. As you do. As you do. When you try and... When you try and push dreams, how old is he? In his eighties, oh, definitely. Well into his eighties. He's he's making this a film. Bloody road bump on a film when you're in your eighties, just like oh, horrific. And then also they're saying it's very Apocalypse Now esque. It's almost like him returning back to that Apocalypse Now madness when he's in the jungle in the seventies, and it all went wrong for him then. David, thank you so much for this week's 
movie news. Not at all, sir. Thank you for listening. So, this week's movie review yes. is, now I remember, Michael Jackson's documentary, This Is It? It certainly is. Okay. There's a little bit of energy and bounce to your uh, There, there is, your indeed. Is there? Yeah, there? There certainly is. There's a, there's a, yeah, I'd say in the whole positivity for this one. I mean, I'm, I'm a bit of a celebrity fan type of thing, so I do like to peek behind the, uh, the showbiz curtain, so it kind of ticks my box. I, so this it's called This Is It. At, it's called This Is It. It's a documentary. Prior to uh, MJ's death, Jackson was in the midst of preparing for a series of sold-out concerts that were scheduled to take place in London in 2009. The documentary is, uh, contains behind-the-scenes footage filmed between March and June, capturing the pop star in intimate detail as he develops and rehearses the, the tour. And when did he die? He would have died... Um, I guess it would have been the summer of 2009. It's July. Yes, it yeah. would have been. That would have we been it. We were filming Cemetery Junction when we, when he... Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, God, Yeah, I remember hearing that it... And that was in the July, yeah. So this is the May to the June, is that right? Yeah, this is March to June. And it would have been... Um, he was rehearsing it at the time, and it literally was... He left the rehearsals, didn't he? And he just didn't wake up the next morning. He took too many sleeping pills, too much medication. They found him in his London hotel... Is that what happened? I'm pretty confident. I can't, I can't remember. I can't remember. Does the, does the documentary not touch on that at all? It would have, unfortunately. I'm trying to remember exactly. The credits appeared saying what happened, and I can't remember. This is not My very professional. buffering. What a nightmare. My bum started buffering. You can't imagine Camo being answered that question and sort of like, yeah, I think it happened. When you said it would have, I'm like, what so, do you mean would flipping have? Flipping it, David. I, I do apologise. Flippity skip. Let's have a look. Um... Would have happened. What a disaster. It doesn't, um, it doesn't matter. No, no, no. Michael Jackson, <laughs> death day. It's, don't watch the movie now. No, no, it's the 25th of June, it happens. Um, what, well, he died? At the time of his death, Michael Jackson was preparing for a serious combat, uh, comeback concerts. This is it. Due to beginning July 2009, um, in London's O2 Arena... And he was in London and he died in June 24th. So he was actually preparing and rehearsing for them. In a hotel room. Intoxication. Oh, at his home on North Carlowood Drive. So he must have been uh, visiting his home in Las Los Angeles um, in between doing rehearsals for Britain. I guess if you've got a, a private jet, you can like jet in between LA and London, can't you? But he was in the midst of doing rehearsals for the O2. So I guess the idea of like, you know, uh, traveling, it'd be like me getting on the bus from Bognor to um, Arundel. But for him, it's L.A. to uh, the U.K. So the documentary. Documentary. One thing you've got to you've got to be aware of is um, it was very much. Oh, here she comes. Here comes trouble. She's been watching you for about three minutes. She's been behind you. Good morning. Good morning, Mandy. Morning. Could, yeah, why are you hovering behind me? Um, I wonder why I had a, an orange I box be where just I want to be. hovering by, over my shoulder. She just said, I can be where I want to be. Well, to a certain degree. I mean, you know what I mean? We, we have to think about personal space, don't we? 
and I can never know what. Right, she, it's just a little game. What to us? Well, you know, it depends, doesn't it? I, I don't want an orange uh, oblong box kind of hovering. Come by here, me. come here. Really? Of course you can. Oh, okay. I never quite know yeah. what her front is. Yes. She's looking at me, or she's got her back to me. I'm never quite sure. I'm here. We'll talk to her. She's here. Talk to Mandy, me. Mandy, how are you? Are you good? Oh, you have got your back to me. You've swung around. Well, morning to you. You don't have to morning. hover behind me. You know, full eye contact's the best way to communicate with a what human. What would you like on your breakfast toast, David? Peanut butter. Thank you. Okay. What was that? What are you, uh, what's going to have peanut butter? Is it a sandwich or? Toast. Well, she just said. What would you like on your toast? On a toast? On your breakfast You're doing toast? toast for me as well? I have a bit of peanut uh. butter. Is that the way you talk to people? Well, that was quite uh, polite, wasn't it? Could I have some peanut butter toast, please? That's po- if there's a baguette yes. going, I prefer if, that. If you ask nicely. Yes, if you ask nicely. Yes. Could I please have some peanut butter toast, please, Mandy? Well done, yes. If that's possible. Rude man. Please, if you could fit it in. Oh, you so rude man. This, this is it, Michael Sarcastic Jackson. Man. You enjoyed it? Did it? Yes, I absolutely definitely did. The, the, yeah? It was a real insight. In, well, it's the whole entourage that surrounds him that was amazing. You've got this guy in his 50s who's like the uh, the tour manager. And he's like, um, the, the, most of the time you've got this, this large um, stage. It's the O2 Arena. And um, you've got this big producer, American guy, uh, where the seats are. And he's like um, telling everyone what to do to respect MJ. And oh, Like what? What would he say? Oh, well, one thing is, even before Michael Jackson appears, they all hold hands and they do a prayer to say, you know, first of all, let's thank Michael for uh, doing another concert. So, Michael Jackson, I don't know know what the situation was with, you know, he had a relationship with Exeter City. No, I didn't know that at all. So, Yuri Geller... I, do you know, I don't know the situation. Oh, I, I know Yuri Geller was going to buy the club. Yeah, I remember that with yeah. Yuri Geller, yes. And, and he got David Blaine and Michael Jackson down to St. James's Park. Wow. There's video footage of it. That is insane. And I've been told, yeah, and a fan told me, I think, on the pod, that Michael Jackson asked all the fans to hold hands with one another. Quite amazing. As you just... So that's his thing. Clearly that's his thing. And he wasn't even in the room at that point. They were just like thanking, I don't know, God the Messiah for him doing another concert and blessing his presence to them. Things in that vein. And also it's interesting where... um, He comes over as a nice chap. There's one bit where... um, Well, you've got to watch it these days with Michael Jackson calling him a nice chap. Is you have to watch that? That's me cancelled. I don't know where I stand with all that. I don't know. Don't know what's going on. Let's not focus on that. Absolutely. Let's, let's, focus, let's, focus. let's focus on this. Is it? This is quite right. Well, one thing about this is it is um, there's no interviews that really explore um, not not his just his dark side, but his uh, eccentricities in any way. Jeremy, it's very much like, and also you can tell that the rehearsal footage has been edited quite severely because there's moments where he looks frustrated and he goes quiet but then it edits and it's like oh is that the is that a brimming tantrum appearing but there are interesting bits where he stops everything where they're doing the rehearsals and he makes very random um, requests like i think it's to the keyboardist or the drummer and he tries to explain how he wants the rhythm and he says he wants it to be like a cat waking up can you do it like michael jackson that's wrong. That's no, 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 no,
a cat waking up, stretching, moving. She, a cat is just woken from a slumber. And then you've got the guy in the background. Okay, Mike, you, you heard what MJ said. We, we, we want the ribbon chain. Yeah, that's fine, Mike. That's not, not a problem, Michael. We'll, we'll, we'll sort that out for you. Everyone sounds okay, like Okay, Michael, we'll sort that out. Anything else you want me to do? Everyone else around him sounds like a hyper. How can we carry on? Anything else you want me that's to do? That's fine. That's fine. I just yeah, that's I love you. I was bless thinking you, about this you. little bass line. Do, 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 no, do, do, no, no, do, do, do. no, 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 no. You're not feeling it. You're not feeling it. It's not about following the notes. It's about feeling it. You gotta feel as oh, you're you're like the wind and the ocean. I want it to feel like a cat waking up. Just do do do. No, do, no, do, no, do, no. Do. Bless you, bless you. You're trying. You you you're turning up on time. And you're trying, but you're not meeting me half. You're not feeling it. You're not feeling it. No, 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 no. It's all about love, 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 love. Okay, Mike, can we just do what What about this drum No, no, bless you, bless you, bless you so much. Bless you so much, but it's not... You're getting it. You're you're doing... This is pretty good. It's the best thing. Well, this this is sort of what he does type of thing. Yeah, but you're quite good at Michael Jackson. It's a shame, isn't it? I could have maybe done something with this, but he's, he's can we ruined riff, it. Can we riff a Michael Jackson song and see what? What, like any song? Or what? It's smooth criminal. No. Sorry, I didn't no, quite know what song. I was doing. Sorry, I, I, no. <laughs> I was a bit of a no, quandary a new, there. I was like, what, what, what do I go? Is this a cover band? Is this new MJ? So if we're just, okay. if we're just jamming and you're Michael Jackson. L-O-V-E It's about love and being with people who are close to me I am like the Holy Spirit An energy force of an undesirable needs Never doubt yourself Move to the new millennium Understand that what you do is all about Inner belief Sorry about that, that was quite insane. Uh, Live your life to the max. <laughs> that was just insanity. I can just only apologise to YouTube. People who are sat there now with their honey nut loops just sat there watching this madness on their screens. I apologise for that. That's, uh, let's listen to a little bit of... This is it. This is it. because of him may that continue with him leading the way this is the moment this is it it's an adventure it's a great adventure you want to take them places that you've never been before you want to show them talent like you've never seen before One more time. I love you. I really do. I'm family. Just know that. Don't stop till you get it on. 
been hit by, you've been struck by a smooth criminal. Call for applause, fade out. Michael has a depth to him that people don't really know. This is a dream come true. When MJ comes in the room, his presence is just amazing. That's why I write these kind of songs. It gives some sense of awareness and awakening and hope to people. The why at the center of everything that we're doing is so much about this. I feel so blessed that I can give the world that. It's all for love. Oh, I'll tell you one thing. That guy had a lot of uh, drugs going through his body, medication, hence why he died. But he was still pulling off the bloody moves at me. Were they painkillers? I think so. Well, there's one, there's, there's an amazing uh, interview with him before this. I think it was like early millennium where he was severely on painkillers at the MTV Awards and he was interviewed at the beginning of the awards and you could tell he was out on painkillers massively, but then he still managed to perform. She's like, how did you manage to do that? What are you doing? Is it like, do you want me to do MJ? Or was it, so I didn't quite know what was happening then. So, yeah, no, oh, no, right, yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry, I apologise. I thought it was just like a brief interval type of thing. No, no, of, no. Um, here I am. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> MTV Awards, here I am. I'm doing my moonwalk. Hello, Dan. Dan's my friend. He works in the band. He's just a normal man. But I like to call him Dan. He's my friend. Ow, right. have some of that. Ugh. Sorry, I left you hanging there with the beatbox. No, no, I didn't no, quite no. know what was going on. I thought it was just a little interlude like Pearl and Dean. Ba 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 And then you move on to the next bit. Sorry. Sort of sort of thing. <laughs> so I'm trying to explain um, myself there for dropping the ball horrifically. I'm really glad you enjoyed it. It feels like there's a nice moment where there's a there's a young guitarist and she does a solo and he goes, No! Come to the centre, you've got to enjoy it. And he sort Aww. of gives her a moment type of thing, which gives is quite her a nice. little stage. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you came away going, I like Michael Jackson. And I don't care what people say about him. That thought probably wandered through my head and I was like, Dave, you don't know what he... I mean, God, the Neverland documentary, I never finished that because it was so dark. Is that the one on Netflix? Yes, it was. Oh, was, yeah. um, was Sky, it? Oh. HBO produced that okay. and then Sky Atlantic right. showed it. Netflix may have distributed it afterwards, but um, dear God, that is so dark. That um, And also, there, there's people um, who were... Um, who allegations towards him who didn't need the money because one yeah, guy was a one I, I, does- I don't like this no, um, hence I didn't finish the documentary mate hence I didn't finish the documentary so you've got to keep that in mind so let's yeah. see how many chocos no I just don't no 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 I understand I'm telling myself to be quiet absolutely light entertainment quite right so let's see how many chocos David's going to give this is it the Michael Jackson documentary
I would say um, four Choc Isis out of five. It was entertaining, but heavily edited. Do you recommend me and Naomi sitting down and watching it? Do I? No, it hasn't, hasn't got to be specifically me and Naomi, but people watching and listening today sit down and watch it. Yeah, I think I enjoyed it. It's interesting. Do you know what I mean? You can go half. You can go half. I think three and a half. Choc-ice. I think three some people, you know, he's kind of tainted yeah. himself a bit, hasn't he? Well, four's quite. Yeah, four, four is too means much. We're dealing with something very. Yeah, 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 strong. definitely. Yeah, four. It's not that good. Yeah. It's rehearsal footage, cleverly edited together. Um, you know, his 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 talent is quite incredible. Even though he's he's heavily on medication and he looks very ill, it's like a it's like a Tim Burton movie. It's like a corpse bride come to life. Do you know what I mean? Um, it's almost as though he's got so much. Um, talent it's just so in his DNA it doesn't even matter that certain parts of his body aren't functioning anymore he can still twirl and do do a do the moonwalk well thank you so much David for this week's movie review not a problem Captain David Edwards movie tip right David what's this week's movie tips Movie tip is in. You got any? I certainly have. Um, you're talking about cinemas um, being empty. Well, last night this cinema was very full, and um, the, the advertising for this film didn't grab me at all. I was just like, no, I'm not, not interested in this. But it's. It, but you went. But I went. I love you. Do this. Um, I love that you do this because um, the reviews were very positive, and also it's made a lot of money alongside Avatar Two. And it's a horror film called Megan, and it's by Jason Bloom, the guy who produced Paranormal Activity, Annabelle, um, Blackphone. He's a well-known horror producer. And also, um, the story was by James Wan, who um, uh, started the Saw franchise and has also uh, was involved in Fast and the Furious. So very mainstream kind of filmmakers. But their minds have been combined to create create Megan and it's about um Megan Megan and the E yeah. is a three instead of a um instead of an E basically and it's basically the storyline didn't grab me at all it was the idea of um, a young girl her parents are killed in a car crash she has to live with her auntie who invents toys and um, she invents and also the, the young girl's obviously very lonely. So she invents a toy for the young girl who's this AI doll. And after a while, the AI doll starts becoming too um, protective of the young girl. And it's almost like um, an almost Chucky-esque element, although this AI doll is, um, you know, sort of toddler size and uh, wears a very prim dress but is um, very, very demonic as the actual narrative goes on. The storyline's cliched, but I can see why people enjoy it. It's very good fun. It's all done very tongue-in-cheek, very humorous. Some laugh-out-loud moments. Oh, so someone someone sent me a tweet yesterday. With they'd, re, they'd changed Brian and Charles' poster to Megan and Charles. It's, it's become very zeitgeist. It's, it's very much the culture of now type of vibe. People have got really into it. And also it's the example that you were saying about what films do people go and see? Definitely these Marvel big event films are really popular, but definitely these low budget horrors that have oh, got okay. some kind of gimmicky hook, people are still going to cinema. Why would, why would that be? 
It's because it's an experience. First of all, um, you get these very evocative, uh, you get a lot of evocative imagery in horror films that you can very cleverly market on TikTok, um, which helps. And it creates an ongoing social media discussion. So for instance, with Megan, she does like a bizarre dance during a sort of a killing spree. And they use that to pr promote it on TikTok. Secondly, though, um, uh, horror is very much an experiential viewing uh, exercise isn't it you're in a dark room you like the idea of watching it with other people and um because of those it's a roller coaster vibe it's got that kind of um adrenaline feel and uh, because of that it, it, it's a genre that seems to belong very much in the cinema and it's doing very very well because these films don't cost a lot of money there's not big stars attached you seem to like you need to have a, a gimmick a hook to actually get them in um, like Megan has got a very specific look. You know. 12 million budget. 12 million budget. It's made 30 million already. 56, it says. It. Oh, really? 56. So it's gone up since. That's what it made in its first week, 30 million. And this is with Avatar 2, whereby most people haven't even bothered releasing a film. But the same happened with Smile as well. That was a big, that was a low budget horror that, um, that was released in cinemas and also the other thing is um it attracts young teenagers to the cinema as well horror okay and and when they go to the cinema they go in a pack and also horror is good for dating movies as well you know it ticks certain boxes it and also you know you want to sit in a dark room surround sounds and it's were there lots experience. of jumps and scares oh yeah there? lots it's, it's definitely built for that did it certainly. did it scare you to a certain degree, I wouldn't say massively. Were you front row? Absolutely, goes around saying with my picnic at the ready. Were you really front row? Are you are you directly? Are you central front row? Central front, front center. row center. Are you really? Because Just... I'm not joking. The people behind you are so loud. It's got to be said. Screen one at my cinema, the the seats are a bit too near the, the screen, and I did start to get a, a neck ache for some reason. Screen one. Are you ones, like that? Um, not that bad. Bit more. Yes, in screen one I am. Yes, really. And I was Look getting at me though. I know, but the thing is, they are so loud in the main auditorium. They were just—they were talking last night. They were literally—it wasn't just bad eating, you know, pigs in a trough. It was literal conversations. So I tried. Like what? Did you overhear anything? No, you don't hear anything. It's like whoa, whoa, whoa. <sighs> Yeah, you're right, you're right. Stuff like that. It's just like for crying out loud. But I guess a big mainstream film like that, you just got to go with it, you know. Do you think you were like that when you were young? No, God, no. No. Very kind of focused, take it in. It was a big treat to go to the cinema. Did you look round? Did you look round at them? I had one situation. Um, I, I went to see Tar, the Kate Blanchett film. Uh, which I said I've recommended, I think, a few episodes ago. That's Focus Features, isn't it? It is Focus Features. It's a very good yeah. movie. It's definitely worth watching. And it was just me and an old lady in the cinema. And I thought, well, that's good. We can relax. And she brought out the biggest picnic. Unbelievable. And I just kept looking over at her. And it was just an like, ongoing what? What wrestle. picnic? Because it was in the darkness, I don't know what she was eating, but she was taking out these, like, you know, gamuts of food and just stuffing them in her pie hole. Do you know what I mean? It was just a rustle, 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 rustle. It was just me and her. After a while, I just had to forget it. 
you know what I mean? Just that, uh, no, but there was one point where I literally leaned all the way over, my arm resting against the chair, giving a full eye contact. David, is there any chance, is your chair a spinning it's chair? It's not, unfortunately, no. Is there any chance you could turn your back to the screen and do that turn round and lean over as if I'm the old woman? I guess it was like that. Oh, it's, it, is a, it is a spinning chair. Sorry, it is. I didn't realise it was. So... Can we do it again? <laughs> why were you grabbing the chair? Sorry, why was I? Why were you grabbing the chair? Just to try and make her realise she was making such a noise. I was just like... No, why were you grabbing your chair? Um... Just to hold you in place, I guess. Uh, to make myself more visible, I think, like a predator. Yeah, yeah. And what did she do when you did that? A bit of eye contact and silence, but then just went back to it. So basically... Yeah, it was an on Yeah, yeah, like that. And then just carried on masticating. Yeah, definitely. Yes, it was a, it was a definite handful. Absolute Ooh. handful. But do you, rec you recommend Megan? Definitely recommend Megan. Um, Shaltrue in Patreon. Shout out to Shaltrue. Uh, she's listed all your film recommendations. Oh, wow. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So you would recommend this one? I would definitely this recommend... This your movie tip. Movie tip. And it's, um, you know, you've got to go with it with the right mentality. There are moments where the narrative's a bit cliched, but it was very humorous, good fun, tongue-in-cheek. And uh, May I say something, David? Yes. And I hope this doesn't... This isn't meant to... Uh, um, I hope this doesn't... Um, Offend oh, good grief. Here we go. I'm getting ready for this. I liked some of your movie tips when they were books, when they were YouTube sites, where, uh, websites, when they were... Do you know what I mean? Sometimes it's like... I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Uh, what the, oh, right. So they weren't always... Um, so it's not always movie recommendations. Sometimes you might recommend oh, I've a T-shirt. I've got lots of those. Yeah, yeah. I could definitely... Yeah. Um, yeah. Go with that, um, definitely. Or some, or you go, I tried out a new coffee bean because I saw it in a in a film. Absolutely, kind of. totally, Natalie. I, I completely agree. There's lots of those, I mean, definitely. I I do like your movie record. I just I I just thought then, ooh, because you once you once recommended a book, didn't you? From the night was it the 1998? 1998. Um, the best, oh yes, the absolutely. 1998, the best um, the best films of that period. I can definitely recommend some books and and also if anyone in Patreon has got like a website or a book, I'd be really nice. interested. I'd be very interested That's in that. Nice. How can we do that? I wonder if there's something in Patreon where if there's a if there's a movie book or a movie website or a movie podcast, I'd be very interested in that. Yeah, there must be something in Patreon where yeah, share know, the love big time. Yeah, how do we do it though that people so people can find it? I'll try. I'll have a look. See if I can find a little. It must be a little community page, but that's nice. Gosh, I wonder what you guys that's say nice. to me then when you say I'm not going to. No, know, no, it's not like, at all. oh, here we go. Some home truths. Take it on, Dave. It's medicine. Take it on, Dave. Okay, thank you very much, David, for um, this week's movie tips. Not a problem, Captain, not a problem.
Okay, so here we go. Here's the random movie, Janet. Mandy is absolutely on fire today. Can you hear her engines? I hope she's uh, cooking my toast. I don't. I don't want to be demanding, but it'd be good to, uh, you know. She gave you your, your toast. Oh, it's here! Oh, thank you. Sorry, I, I apologise. Thank you very much. Very nice. Lovingly spread it. So this is uh, this is the moment where Mandy randomly chooses four movies, three movies for you. Fantastic. So pick one blindfolded. Um, oh, this is the this is the bit that excites me. Okay, Mandy, so you're off and running. So let's choose the so this movie you will you will review next year, next week, uh, for new listeners next year. Okay, so let's choose the first genre. Let's go for it. Waiting for you to wait for me. All oh, right, I'll stop. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't realize. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, stop. Yeah. Stop. Stop. You know, you, you, you say press the button. button. Push the button. Sorry, like goodness me. Sorry. Yeah. Push the button. <laughs> okay, let's do it again. Hang on. Okay, Mandy, if you could uh, spin the genres. Okay. Push the button. Animation. Lovely. Lovely, lovely. And. The decade. Push the button. 2020s. Oh, okay. Here we go. Okay. This is interesting, right? Very okay. Nice. Okay, there are four animated films here that Mandy has randomly chosen. Now she'll spin the movies and you have to choose which one. Stop. Scoob. Goodness me, out of all the... What are the other three? Do you mind telling me? Because I bet there's some good ones. Over the Moon. Oh, I haven't heard of that one. Monster Pets. No. And Luck. Oh, Luck would have been a good one. That's a John Lasseter one, Apple Plus. Right. By um, Imagine Entertainment. It does look good. Yeah, Luck is supposed to be very good. Scoob. Let's give it a go. I think Scoob's a prequel, isn't it? Looking at his early days. Okay, the second movie. Let's choose the genre. Take your time, Dave. Oh, stop! Let's I forgot. I don't know what no, I'm doing. No, no, no. Press take the button. Your time. Press the button, please. No, just let. Let's start again. Let's just take your time. You I was thinking about Scoob. Then I was like, oh, I yeah, think yeah, I remember yeah. Scoob, the trailer, and all that. God, I've got to tension. Stop! Stop the button. Let's press the button, please. <laughs> Whoa. War. And okay. The genre and the uh, decade. Press the button. 2020. This is good. This could be interesting. Okay. And Mandy's spinning form war movies. Tell her when to stop. Stop. Operation Mincemeat. Oh, with Colin Farrell. Okay, yeah. interesting. Have you seen it? I have not, no. Okay. That could be interesting. And we choose the final movie, so please choose the genre. Press the button. Action. Oh, lovely. That's me in a very warm bed. 
and the decade. Press the button. 1950s. Oh dear. That's a cowboy film. Um, and there's three movies have been picked okay, um, Stop. And Mandy A&L, Mandy will spin the three movies and tell her what to stop. Stop. Ben-Hur. Oh! That'd be interesting. <laughs> have you seen it? Uh, it's one of those ones, I don't know if I've actually watched all the way through. You know what right. I mean? It's one of those ones you see constant clips and documentaries. You probably watched the end of it on BBC Two during a sort of well, like a day like this, really, like a damp weekend Saturday afternoon. Yeah. So I, I'd be really interested in revisiting Ben Hur massively. Okay. Right. So we've got Scoob, we've got Operation Mincemeat, and we've got Ben Hur. Oh, they're very um, interesting mix. I've given each film an A and a B and a C, and I've mixed them up. And now it's down to you to choose which movie you will be reviewing next week. A. Operation Mince Me. One interesting what? stuff. <laughs> I'll be interested in that. Are you pleased with that? I am you very. Pleased with that? Fantastic. Me. I'll be um, very interested. Fantastic. I'm glad you're happy. I'm glad you're happy. Which one would you... Was it Scoob that you were feeling a little bit? I was a little uh, worried about um, Scoob. Um, Operation Mincemeat, I'm just looking at it now. It's on Netflix. And um, it's got 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. It looks good. I'm looking forward to this. Okay. Fantastic. So next week you're going to be re- reviewing Operation Mince. Meat. Do you know, I might start watching that in a, in a, in a few mins. Do you know what I mean? I'll get, get into that. Fantastic. Um, that's lovely, David. Well, are you up for answering some Patreon Absolutely. Questions? God, yeah. That's what my morning's focusing on. So yeah. I'm just taking the plug off my laptop. So it's a bit of a mundane thing to mention. <laughs> but Well, thank you very much, everybody, for listening to uh, Random Movie Generator. Um if you could like and subscribe and tell your friends please uh, do please do sorry about that my laptop was um getting too hot there so it's a sort of no, not not at all and uh uh, uh but f- now we're going to answer some questions on patreon and thank you people uh, thank you for listening great exactly thank you for listening thank you for listening thank you for downloading and listening there's plenty of podcasts out there that um so it's very nice to be chosen thank you so much and we'll see you next week Massively, thank you, people. Thank you for your eardrums. And uh, we'll be back next week, won't we? I think absolutely. And Mandy, thank you for that uh, peanut butter on toast. Hugely appreciated. She's left a note. Oh, there you go. Oh, could you read it loud? I don't know. If... Don't ring me at night. Absolutely, I'll only ring you during the day. Absolutely, I'll make sure the sun is out the next time I dial your number into a phone. Definitely. Thank you for that. Thank nice you. little tip. Thank you, David. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Take care, Patreons.